I'm oh. Emily. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Todd. Hello, well, welcome back, Todd. Yeah, thanks. And welcome back to the Snakes Cast audience. So, space. Space. What can you do in space? You can do lots of things. You can explore, you can, you know, discover stuff, you could, you know, colonize. Or die. you die. You, you, there's Lot, so lots many of ways, ways to, to die. die. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that everybody seems to want to do in space is conquer. I suppose. Oh, you mean there's like an untapped place I can go and beat up people? Okay. Sign me on. <laughs> That's all in favor of that. But uh, you know, war games are popular, obviously. You know, games where you're going up against the other players and trying to defeat them. Sure, battles, mm-hmm. big thing. Take that into space, and well, a few things change right off the bat. First of all, your standard territory control type stuff, like you can't move past my troops here because they're here on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as you're in space, that becomes less of an issue because you can just fly around them because space is space. an endless space. void. Yeah. yeah. Yes. An endless void stretching in all directions. So the, the very idea of space conflict is really different. And rather than being about territory, it tends to be about specific points mm-hmm. where there's something valuable here and you have to take it and hold it. Right. Or you have to destroy people's ships. I yep. mean, more so than I think most other war games it really is you're not defending a territory Mm -hmm. you are the territory like my ship is my territory Mm -hmm. like and it takes up like one space and that's all i got (laughs) and you're blowing up stuff yeah i mean it's the the your your ships are your not only your uh your territory not only your strength they're also your presence in the game your Mm -hmm. ships are what you are Mm -hmm. and so the you know, conflict becomes really visceral in that sense because your stuff gets blown up and you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You want to do the whole space thing. I guess you kind of want to go big, right? Space is big. There, there, it could be filled with any number of bizarre alien races, each of which could have their own sort of philosophy and approach to technology and all these various different things. They could have evolved in different ways on different kinds of planets. There could be all, any, all manner of different uh, things for them to discover out in the galaxy itself. Um, it would take a very long time to conquer all this. These release races might have different sort of diplomatic relations with one another. They might have technological development. They might have trade. They might have politics. Uh, they could have war. All these various different things could totally happen. So how do you feel about the idea of a game that incorporates all of that plus more? It'll probably take a million years to play. Probably. But it'll be amazing. <laughs> Which brings us to once again the whole business of how our, how our, our whole you know structure of Monday new stuff you know stuff for new players Wednesday intermediate level stuff Friday advanced stuff yeah we're in space now so we're in zero gravity there are no rules in space no so uh, we're gonna start straight off with the biggie Twilight Imperium third edition so Twilight Imperium is a big have you seen the box for this game it's huge it's it's a Big box. It's a huge box. It's a heavy box. It's a large box. Yeah. It's a big box. And uh, it's also got expansion sets, which are also large boxes. One of which, the uh, the Shattered Throne, I believe, is considered kind of essential for well, the Well, space is big, right? Space is big. So you it's always more stuff. stuff. Go big or go home. Mm-hmm. Go big back or go, go back planet side, yeah. Trade your sheep. Build your road. <laughs> if you're in space, you've got to fully commit. <laughs> So, okay, who here has actually managed to play an entire game of Twilight Imperium 3rd Edition from start to finish? I have. 
Okay, that makes one of us. Ty. <laughs> okay. You are now officially on the hot seat. Okay. So um, explain for us the appeal of TI3. The appeal is there are so many different ways you can approach uh, uh, winning in the game. Uh, each of the factions has a very different way of playing. Um, Such as? Uh, well, there's some that are, are better at attacking. There's some that are better at, at, at uh, moving about the board quicker. It's, it's just huge. There's, there's so much going on. It's, it's, again, one of those event games where you, you play it and uh, you're reliving the entire storyline that you've created after you've done it. However, it's a long storyline. Uh, we played my first game. We played um, an introductory game. It was a short game. Which took us eight hours to finish. Wow. Yes. So it's it's an event game. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It is not for the timid. Um, <laughs> How many players did you say? I believe we had seven. Seven players. That seems like a lot of players. It was a lot of players. Uh, it was, it was, uh, John uh, had a copy of it that he really wanted to play, and so we got a bunch of us together, and we, we quickly had a rundown of how it all worked, and then dove right in. It's a huge game. I don't know that it's a game I want to play a lot, because <laughs> uh, I, I don't really have the time for it, but, um, but it was certainly an event. I'm certainly glad I've played it, so I can say I've, I've done that experience. So what race did you play as? I was the Space Lions. What are they called? Um, oh, right. They're, they're on the cover of the box, you can mm-hmm. see it's like a space cat with space Arabian outfit on, looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if I recall correctly, they were good at uh, trading and moving about the board. So they're kind of like um, space cat merchants. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I did not win. Uh, <laughs> I was nowhere near winning. Merchants, <laughs> apparently not the ideal method. But what race did win? The race that won were the, uh, the original in- uh, inhabitants of, of Rex, the, the red... Faction. I can't remember who they Right, are. there's this one planet in the middle of the guy. Everybody sort of starts out at the periphery of this mm. galaxy, and the, the board is massive. It's made yeah. up of these, like, Catan-type hexes. And in the middle, there's this planet called Medical Rex, which is, mm. like, an ancient graveyard for ridiculously advanced alien technology, and yes. everybody kind of wants to be the first one to get there to plunder this stuff. Yes, and the, the, uh, the faction that uh, was that ancient race, I believe, mm. uh, they were the one that, that won. Uh, now, I was playing with four people who had played the game before, so uh, so I'm sure that had a factor in it. Um, but yeah, it was it was big and sprawling and neat, but Just not like something space. I want to do a lot. <laughs> so what kind of stuff could you do in this game? Now, obviously, as a merchant race, you did a fair bit of trading. I did some trading. I, uh, I went out and I, I, f- I tried to fight a little bit, but <laughs> I, was, I was woefully uh, outclassed by some of the other races in the game. Is that something you feel like you could have done something about if you were more knowledgeable about the game? If you certainly, had... certainly, there was there was so much that I was hit with in terms of information that it was it was I was kind of on overload. Mm. What uh, is this? Is sort of the sort of game where depending on who your neighbors are, it really affects how you're going to have to go. Like if you have aggressive neighbors, that it's like okay, I guess I'm going to be a warlike race. Oh, certainly, certainly, and you can easily get kind of cut off as mm. uh, you know if you don't want to be a warlike race and you have two neighbors who are fighting each other, you can kind of get stuck in the middle of it. Mm. Was at least my experience. Aww. <laughs> Boys, the, the idea of being stuck in space, you know, having not enough space to go into, seems kind of depressing in a way. It, it, yeah, it was very depressing. <laughs> was, yeah, but but epically so. Epically depressing, certainly. (laughs) (laughs) 
The um, so the appeal of this game is in its scope. It's in the vast range of things that you can do. Were, were politics a big part of the game? There was a lot of politics involved. Um, there was a lot of table talk involved. There was a lot of of, of faction building. So like, uh, I'll, I'll I'll work with you this this round to try and uh, advance our agenda. But um, but it's huge. I cannot stress how huge this game is. I I can't even think of another game that matches it in scope. So, all right, if you're going to do space, that kind of is, in a lot of ways, the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it still hasn't really been equal. It's, it's been through a few different editions, and each one got larger and more sprawling than the last. And so it's, it's, it's kind of a massive deal. And if you're going to play a space game, this is kind of, if you're going to conquer the galaxy at least, this is kind of the game that everything else gets compared to. Mm-hmm. But it's not an easy game to get to the table. I mean, I don't even know if I want to play Twilight Imperium 3rd Edition, you know, given the amount of investment that it would require, the amount of time that it would take, the amount of effort it would take for something that basically seems to come down to who draws the Imperial strategy card more often than the other players. Yeah, it does seem to be the, the standard in Space Conquest board games, mm-hmm. but yeah, 8-hour games, the short 8-hour game, as you were saying, Todd, <laughs> that's not covetable for a lot of people it's you true know? you don't want to necessarily spend that much of your life conquering space in one sitting i feel that there are a lot of games that like have taken some of the parts of twilight imperium and condensed them or taken them out and focused on them a little bit more you know like there are like space conquest games that are much 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 more just just fighting and not so much politics and not so much you know merchant stuff and trading yeah just like there are space games where it's like all about like buying and selling and ferrying stuff around the galaxy and every now and again you pass too close to a ship and you get into a fight. Mm-hmm. So And some of these games are simple enough mm-hmm. then light enough that you can actually teach them at a board game cafe like Snakes and Lattes. Mm-hmm. We actually have a few of them that work fairly well there. And as a matter of fact, I think we should get into those on Wednesday. So we're going to cut it short for now. But when we come back on Wednesday, we're going to talk about some space conquest games that can actually work in a place like Snakes and Lattes. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.